Advent has always been one of my favorite times of the year. I love the Advent hymns, the readings, and the themes of anticipation and hope. And I cannot think of a time in my life when Advent has been more timely. Wow, if we ever needed a season of hope, it certainly is now. Having come through a year of political chaos, social unrest, a terrible pandemic and economic uncertainty. And now there are the shorter periods of daylight and separation from family and friends, which certainly don't help either. It has affected all of us. A friend of mine recently emailed me that there has never been a time in his life when he has felt trouble in the soul so collectively. Dietrich Bonhoeffer wrote, the celebration of Advent is possible only to those who are troubled in soul, who know themselves to be poor and imperfect, and who look forward to something greater to come. So what are we waiting for, hoping for? I was taught, and you were probably taught, that Advent celebrates the coming of Christ, Christ coming in human form in Bethlehem, Christ as he comes to us today through the Holy Spirit, and Christ in the realization of God's kingdom on earth, a time when peace and justice will rule the earth. What shall we do as we are waiting? Let's start with Christ coming to us. Even as we experience him in this period of turmoil, Richard Rohr points out that Christ comes to you disguised as your life. He maintains that the deep love and deep suffering we all experience are the building blocks of a transformed life. One of my favorite writers, Michael Casey, a Benedictine monk, writes about the grace of discontinuity, a time when old habits and routines don't work any longer, and we're forced to look at new ways of being and new ways to practice our faith. We are called to a conversion of life, which Casey defines as a process by which the uncreative sameness of our life is fractured, and we have the opportunity of reorienting ourselves toward becoming the kind of person God created us to become. Advent is a time for us to acknowledge our need for grace and to pray for the Holy Spirit to renew her work in conforming us into the image of Christ. And then there's the coming again of Christ and the building of God's kingdom on earth, the work of the church. A theme that runs throughout our Advent readings is social justice. The Magnificat talks about the greatness of the Lord and his mercy toward the poor, lifting up the lowly, scattering the proud in their conceit, filling the hungry with good things. Isaiah issues the invitation for everyone who thirsts to come to the waters, and you that have no money, come and eat. The song of Hannah in 1 Samuel says, God raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap to inherit a place of honor. This is where it is wonderful being a part of Trinity where hundreds of parishioners have stepped forward to feed the poor, assist the homeless, and support the immigrant. Cheryl, Kathy, and I thank all of those who have had such an important role in our outreach work. 
I know from my own experience with outreach ministries, the transformational power of worshiping God by serving others. Many of our volunteers will attest to its life-changing effect on their own life and spiritual practice. Several have said things like, I feel that I get more out of this ministry than the neighbors who come to our door. So I'd like to encourage all of us to do some inner work and some outer work as we move throughout Advent. Our inner work begins with welcoming our joys, sorrows, and life disruptions as opportunities for transformation, finding time for prayer and contemplation, reorienting ourselves toward becoming the kind of person God created us to be, a reflection of Christ. And let's consider outer work as well and the transformational effect of working to establish God's kingdom of peace and justice on earth. I'd like to end with a poem by Marilyn Chandler McIntyre, a reflection on finding your way, what to do in the darkness. Go slowly, consent to it, but don't wallow in it. Know it as a place of germination and growth. Remember the light. Take an outstretched hand if you find one. Exercise unused senses. Find the path by walking it. Practice trust. Watch for dawn. <laughs>